Hi, I'm Rick Campanelli. In this episode of the ET Canada Throwdown, we talk about Robert De Niro walking out of a recent interview in promotion for the movie The Intern. Welcome to the ET Canada Throwdown. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us this week on the ET Canada Throwdown podcast. My name is Rick Campanelli. I'm Jeremy Singer, and I think we really had to talk about this because yeah. we're both such, I don't know about you, I'm a huge fan of this actor. I think you are too, man. Loved, he's a legend. Bobby, Icon. Bobby De Niro. You, you're that close to him. You're calling Bobby. I talked to actually a bunch of uh, actors during this tiff who yeah. had worked with Robert De Niro, and they all say the first time they meet him on set, he says to them to make them feel more comfortable, Please just call me Bob. Really? Yeah, they they he he goes up to them and he makes them feel a little bit more comfortable because he is an intimidating guy. Like this is this is Robert De Niro, man. Raging Bull, <laughs> The Untouchables, Taxi Driver, Cape Fear. Love Cape Fear, by the way. Well, uh, the, list, the list goes on and on. You know what? If he's anything like his character in Meet the Parents, as Jack Burns, just <laughs> yeah. that that really intimidating figure. I don't want anything to do with him. There's no way I'm calling him Bobby. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. De Niro all the way. Absolutely. Well, Robert yeah. Robert's in a in a bit. I wouldn't say he's in hot water because this uh, this piece of news can go either way. There's a lot of yeah. opinions, but Robert De Niro he was doing an interview recently this summer for the promotion of his upcoming film, The Intern. Yeah. He co-stars with Anne Hathaway, and he was speaking one on one with uh, I might butcher this reporter's name, so forgive me, Emma Brox from Radio Times, and. Robert, uh, apparently he walked out on her mid-interview. So this is, uh, it's not the first time that a celebrity has walked out on an interview. This happens all the time. There there have been awkward celebrity interviews which have ended. Like they, the the interview has has come to a completion, but it's just gone viral because it's so awkward. A few have actually walked out midway. Midway. And you see it a lot with the the actors who have been doing it for years. Like Robert De Niro has been acting since the mid-60s. He's a guy that's not going to take any crap from anyone. He's 72, you know, he's man. He's 72. He's been doing this, like, most of his his life. Yeah. So when a reporter comes along with a question or or if the reporter rubs him the wrong way, he's not going to stand for it. He's not going to take it. And you see a lot of older actors do this. Remember when Robert Downey Jr., he walks out of that interview with, uh, what was it, the Channel 4 news presenter yeah. when he tried to bring up uh, his drug-taking past. And I just wondered whether, you know, you, you, you think you're free of all of that or whether that's still something I'm sorry, you... I, I really don't. Uh, what are we doing? I, I, well, I'm just asking questions, that's all. Right. I mean, Bye. Then there was also uh, Quentin Tarantino. He speaks with the same reporter when the reporter asked him, uh, he was trying to open up a broader picture of film violence when Tarantino was promoting, I think it was Django. Django and Change. Yeah. 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 And Tarantino delivered that famous line, I'm shutting your butt down. (laughs) Yeah. No, but you you haven't haven't fleshed it out. It's not my job to flesh it out. No, it's my it's my job to try and ask you to. And that's I'm all, shutting you know? your butt down. And that's that's entirely <laughs> your. So yeah, See, I, I I would uh, cherish that moment when Quentin Tarantino shuts you down. Yeah. I'd be there'd be a big smile on my face. Oh, come on, you haven't lived life until Quentin Tarantino shuts you down. Shuts your butt down. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're covering this on etcanada.com, but when you go to uh, where we're getting the, the content from radiotimes.com, the journalist, she writes that she asked De Niro, how do you preserve against autopilot when you've done your job for a long time and you know you're good at it? I really would like to listen to the audio of this interview if it is out there. Well, so far, I don't, I don't think it's out there. Yeah, right. Right. So basically, Rick, Rick, what is she asking? Fair question. Fair question. The guy's a legend. He's been acting for, like we said, many, many years. He can just go on set and just, like, do his thing. Like, you know, uh, memorize his lines, get get into the part, get into the role, and just deliver. I guess what she's trying to say is, you know, you've been doing it for all these years... Do you do you have how do you pre- like do you really have to prepare for what you're mm-hmm. about to do or do you just, is it just going blindly and just do it because you're that good? Right. It was a, to me. It's a bit of a it's a compliment. This question. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it it seems like she's asking. Um, you know, at at this point in his career, it would seem obvious that he just like goes into the routine right away. So right. does he right. sometimes have to resist uh, falling into, uh, yeah, into autopilot? He, he is such a great actor. I think that's why Emma was asking this question. He's a great method actor. He gets into a part and he plays that part. You know, I, I would ask this question. Yeah, so De Niro responds with, and I quote, you know, autopilot is not wrong. At times, I don't even look at it in that way because sometimes when you're acting as people do in life, they're on autopilot because of the nature of the situation. It's necessary for them to be on autopilot. That's the best thing that they can do. It's very effective in the scene because that's what it is. The journalist, she writes that uh, she tried to transition to another topic about his co-founded Tribeca Film Festival and, as such, the regeneration of Manhattan's downtown area and how it's it's basically full of bankers these days. Apparently, De Niro then got up and asked her to pause the recorder. She writes, quote, He pops up out of his chair, starts pacing madly, and says he's cutting short the interview because of quote, negative inference of what I just said. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, negative right. inference? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which basically means uh, the the line of questioning, was, was the intentions were, were negative, right? Yeah, that's what he says. Right. Yeah, that's what he's thinking. That's what maybe, he's thinking. Maybe he's having a bad day at this point. Maybe, maybe Robert yeah. De Niro, you know, maybe he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And he's, he's human. He's just like you and I. Maybe he got up in the morning, you know, he had some bad coffee. His day wasn't going well. <laughs> He, people, you know, you could have bad days, and maybe this this affected him for this interview, and he probably was in a bad mood. He wasn't really feeling it. He had probably done a number of these interviews before this one, and he just had enough. You know what it was? He didn't have his bagels, locks, and cream cheese. That's right. That's, that's right. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so the journalist then writes, she tried to tell De Niro that she didn't mean any harm with her line of questioning. She no. was just trying to ask him about his methods as an actor. And he replies, quote, you're probably not even aware that you're doing it, meaning the the way you're asking the question, the, mm. the negative inference. De Niro apparently paces to the door, tries to find a publicist, hoping that the publicist will come and save him. Uh, according to the article, De Niro then says, quote, I'm not doing this, darling. And then the, according oh, to the journalist, she man. then responds back saying that you're being condescending. Oh, and man. And after that, See, I, that's where the article ends. And it's... We are way that. too oversensitive in this world today. I'm not doing this, darling. I, I think that's a term of, term of an endearment. Uh, yeah, I, I don't it, think that he, he meant... No. I don't think there was no. negative inference on that. 
I don't even know how old Emma is here, but you know, De Niro being 72, 74. Let's assume that she, she's a seasoned reporter. I'm assuming, yeah. but I don't think she's as old as uh, Mr. No. De Niro. And no. for her, for him to call her darling, what's wrong with that? What's the what's the male equivalent of darling? Handsome? Yeah, I think so. If, yeah. someone, if uh, someone, if uh, Helen uh, Mirren says, uh, handsome, I think you're right. If what's, Helen, up, what's up, Hanson? Well, Helen Mirren's not going to say, what's up, handsome. <laughs> if Helen Mirren I'm not said doing that, this handsome. I'm not doing this handsome, I'd be like, A, I'm sorry, That's, B, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know about you, but if I were Emma in this situation, sitting in this chair, watching uh, uh, Robert De Niro pace back and forth frantically, I'd be scared shitless myself. Really? This is Robert De Niro. It is. This is Jake LaMotta here. He yeah. can pound the crap out of you. He yeah. can... This was Al Capone in The Untouchables, man. <laughs> I'm like, this, you know, we all saw Godfather, too. Yeah. Um, so, little fuckers. <laughs> anyway, I would be scared. Did they make of my, a third one, too? I think so. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they did. Yeah. But I, I, would be, I would be starting to sweat profusely. Yeah. I would be getting very nervous if I were sitting in that chair, and I'd want to apologize as many times as I could to this, this acting great. But then for her to go back at him saying that was condescending, that's just a wrong yeah. move, Emma. Wrong move. And she writes about it in uh, in the article, like in the yeah. recap. I so. was on her side. Yeah. I was on Emma's side up until that, that, that came out there. Because that's a good, it's a fair question. It's, think, a, yeah. it's a well thought well, out question, what, That's what we all want to know. Like, yeah. you've been in this situation. With, I have. Not in this situation with, uh, you know, an awkward question, or maybe you have, but you've interviewed high-profile people. Here's the thing. When you're doing interviews, we all, as a, as a viewer of watching an interview, I want to get, I want something different. I want a different answer. I want something that I that I don't know yet about this person. So we are going to ask these questions that may push the envelope from time to time. Mm-hmm. When I was down in Austin at South by Southwest for Ryan Gosling's uh, new movie, yeah. I, I asked a question that, and again, it, this is on a red carpet, so he was, he he. He was able to move to the next reporter, no problem at all. But I asked him, you know, because he just had his baby uh, daughter, what goes through your mind when you witness the birth of your daughter? I think I really caught him. uh, He wasn't ready to answer a question like that because he just wanted to answer movie questions. So he actually stepped back and he said, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you have any more movie questions? So I upset. I think I upset Ryan. I either upset him or he had no idea that this question was about to come. Um, and then with Jake Gyllenhaal during TIFF about the beard thing, like J- you're going to rough, you're going <laughs> to ruffle some feathers yeah. and you're going to try, you want to get the most out of a person. But, um, I saw it happen. I witnessed this happen with Joaquin Phoenix for oh, his movie, Inver- In- no In- Inherent Vice, uh, which came out, you know, a little while ago. Yeah. The, the guy, the reporter that went in before me. There were three interviews with with Joaquin Phoenix this whole day. Three yeah. interviews. Uh, I had the second one. Yep. And then there was someone after me. So the guy walks in to do the first interview. It's a good t- uh, eight minute interview. Two minutes in, Joaquin Phoenix comes storming out the doors. Oh my god! I'm not doing this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And it's like wh- I'm sitting there. I'm like, what is going on is here? It, at, at this point, was that when he was in the the beard phase? No, no, he was out of the beard phase. Oh, he was out of the beard phase. Okay. Out of the beard phase. And the poor guy that was in ahead of me, he, he was he looked a lot younger than I was, and he was, yeah. he, was he was all red. And he, oh. I don't remember what he had asked uh, Joaquin Phoenix, but he he's a he, Joaquin Phoenix is a bit of a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to walk on eggshells when you're around him. Um, you have to tread very lightly. I think he must have brought something up about his odd behavior, mm-hmm. his bizarre bizarre behavior. And it, Joaquin Phoenix just storms on out. It's like, wow. So wow. I've seen it happen before, and it happens. If people aren't uh, satisfied or if they're not happy with the line, line of questioning, 
the actors are going to do their thing. They're just going to walk out. They're, they're a very sensitive bunch yeah. at well, times. Uh, on that note of sensitivity, sometimes some actors, that's just who they are. Sometimes right. you know that you're going to get good stuff of them. And sometimes, I mean, uh, I'm assuming from your perspective, even if you have the best question, yeah. there's only so much, only so, so much of a, a level of uh, excitement that they're going to yeah. give back. Right? right. Our job as reporters, as uh, journalists, or as, as hosts of TV shows, we're out there asking sometimes the tough questions that we may not want to ask. We're inside, we're feeling the butterflies because we have to ask these questions. But they, but they, they have to be asked. They have to be asked. Yeah. And the people at home watching our shows, they 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 demand these questions be asked because they want the answers. Yeah. Um, now, and you're right, it could go either way when it comes to the actor. They could be right into that question and answer it. Uh, or they can they can turn turn around and say, "Did you just ask me that question?" Yeah. and then just walk away. But you know, you got to go there. Well, you know what I found interesting on the article, like on RadioTimes.com, they say that earlier in the day, someone asked uh, the intern director Nancy Mayers about Robert's uh, manner and you know just what he's like as a person, and this is what she says: "Quote, I don't know if it's shy. I think he's just an artist. Yeah, I don't think he's he worries much about." being super entertaining, I think he saves a part of himself for his work. It's true. And you run into a lot of actors that really aren't the same person. They're playing parts. They're, they're playing different roles. Like mm-hmm. one, of the main, one of the big ones that I used to do a lot of work with back in the day was Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, my God. Oh, Weird Al. So yeah. Weird Al is one way when the camera turns on. He's yeah. in your face. He's, he's wacky. He's out there. He's doing his thing. When the camera goes off, he's just a quiet quiet guy who's sitting on his own, you know, drinking his coffee, doing his own thing. He's preparing for when that camera comes on. I can see Robert De Niro. I can see a lot of these actors that same way. It's not always, like, they they don't always have to be on. You see it a lot with comedians, too. People people think comedians have to be funny all the time, but that's not the case. Well, you're the same way. Like, the way that, that fans see you uh, on their TV screens as Rick Capanelli, you know, the energetic TV host, they don't see you, you know, the way you are in the office where like just this morning you're in the corner with your, your hoodie over your head. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're drinking. I was cold. No, I'm just kidding. My, I'm I have kidding. a cold office. <laughs> all right. I have a cold, cold office. But that's the thing. Like it's, it's a different world we live in when we're on TV or when you're on the big screen, people for some reason think, well, that's the way this person's going to be. But like some of, some people are approachable. Mm-hmm. They are. But some people, you can't just take that liberty and, and approach them and start talking about whatever you want to talk because they're, they're – a lot of them are introverts to tell you the truth. You know, They just mm-hmm. want to do their own thing. And like, like the director said of the movie, I think Robert is a, an amazing artist um, and he can be sh- as shy at times. Yep. You know, even though he's done so much with his career and been at it since the mid-60s, you know, I've never met him personally. I've always wanted to interview Robert De Niro. So, yeah, I'm hoping – you know, I'm knock on wood one day. I hope – a lot of these reporters don't come along, start asking him stupid questions so that ruins the chance for me to interview him one Maybe day. Maybe he'll so, just, like, forget doing interviews that's forever. It, that's what, yeah. He's at this stage right now in his career. He doesn't have to do that's interviews. He doesn't yeah. have to. Yeah. Pacino, De Niro, all these guys, they don't have Isn't to do Isn't Jack it. Nicholson like that? Isn't he known for never giving an interview? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen... Uh, yeah, you're right. Nicholson, I haven't seen him in an interview in, in years. Yeah. And they don't have to. They They just do their thing. Uh, and they say, heck with the report, heck with answering yeah. questions. I'm just going to do my movies and that's it. Bo- Bobby De Niro would say heck, eh? Yeah. But yeah, yeah you would say heck. heck. Yeah. I'm definitely going to see The Intern if yeah. I have the chance to see it. You know, if I find myself at a theater 
and you know it's at the right time when the intern's going to play. Sure, I'll see the movie. Uh, I definitely don't mind seeing Robert De Niro in that in that sort of vibe. Um, and then in, have, a com- in a comedic role, yeah. Like that. I mean, yeah. look, yeah, yeah. I, like you said, you're a fan of his more iconic, dramatic roles. I find that his comedic roles are sort of like the the hidden gems in one, his career. One little asterisk: Silver Linings Playbook was a, was amazing. That movie. There you go. And his role in that. Was he made me laugh out yeah. loud? So yeah, he. So like d- dramatic comedy. Yeah, yeah, dramatic comedy. Dramatic yeah. comedy. Yeah. yeah, I might even see it myself. Yeah, we can go together. Let's go together. Okay. Yeah. Are you popcorn or do you want popcorn me to with get... lots of butter? Lots oh. of butter. Okay. okay. No, I'm good with that. At least twenty napkins. Okay. See you guys at the intern.